Check. Mic check. Check. One, check, two, three. Check. 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 You, sa- you sound like a fucking idiot, so it's working. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Okay. Well, here we are. Jason and Jared have new mics. We're fancy now. We're professional. Like your, audio, your audio sucks. Yeah. yeah. Jason still sounds kind of echoey. It's because I'm in my kitchen and it, it's a big, tall room. You uh, need some some sound dampener in there. Can you get some egg carton or something and, and staple it to your walls? Sure. For this shitty podcast, I'm going to do that. Yes, I would appreciate that. In the future, I don't know. I may do it in another room um, to minimize that, but I don't really care tonight, so. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, y'all have nationals coming up pretty quick, right? Uh We do. Me and Jason, I think, are shooting on the same squad. Yeah, we are. Should be fun. Hope so. How's uh, how's training been going for that? Good. Uh, I shot, I think, about three thousand rounds last weekend. Uh, Shot, I shot a thousand rounds or so today. I'll probably shoot. I'll probably shoot another five or six hundred tomorrow. So. When it comes to prepping for matches, do you think it's better, equal, or worse to shoot um, club matches or to just shoot practice? All right, that fucking noise is annoying the fuck out of me right now. What the the fuck is that? (laughs) What is that? Are you scratching something? What the fuck are you doing? No. What? No. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's annoying me. That. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. Stop that. Is that going on in your room, Jeff? (laughs) No, that's Jared. So I have a box with bullets in it. I would like like kicking it with my foot and the bike was picking it up. (laughs) Fuck. Oh my god, I'm sitting here thinking like I we're not gonna be able to do a show if I'm gonna hear that shit the whole time. Like I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay right now. This this will be the last podcast of, of the ass cast. There you go. Uh, to answer your question before you got sidetracked because you're like old and fucking get off my lawn pissed <laughs> off. Uh, you're not wrong. I don't if you shoot enough matches where you have experience, I don't think they help you in prepping for a major. So if you're inexperienced, then yes, shooting more matches will probably help you. If you've shot more than like half a dozen matches, then I don't think they help. Hmm. But I, I normally wouldn't practice like, you know, like 3,000 rounds in a weekend or something. Uh, but we had the long weekend. I had a half day on Friday uh, last weekend. And then uh, I'm going to be out of the country for the eight days prior to going to the match. So I'm trying to get as much practice in now as I can to be as prepared as possible. Okay. You're not going to be able to shoot over there? Uh, we'll probably do some shooting, but, like, I won't have time to practice. Or right. It won't be practice. I got it. That's that. Um, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Um, 
But at the same time, I'm like, man, I kind of want to get in that that match uh, mindset where, hey, this is a match, you know, and um, so you know, focus on what you, what you would focus on if this was a big level two or higher match. So I, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying. Um, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Of course, then I'm trying to talk myself into not going to a match tomorrow. So you should go. I, I don't know. I, I well, I, I'm to the point now where I think you're better off going and practicing than going to a monthly match for the most part. Uh, yes, no. Um, you'll certainly get better at shooting by practicing, but uh, I, I like the local matches. I like shooting with my my guys in this area, and, and it keeps it fun. Get to go hang out with the guys, go shoot it or uh, go eating, go eat after we shoot and stuff. Now, speaking of real quick, Jeff, um, are you are you laughing at me, yawning? <laughs> I'm laughing at both of y'all. What's that? Because uh, you have. The, if I don't go to mic, are you good on powder? Uh, for a little while, yeah. Until next month. We talked yeah. about I got, I got 32 more pounds right there, and I just opened a new eight pounder. I'm, I'm pretty good. You're my hero. Um, yeah, I'll be good for a little bit. Okay. It's really primers. I'm almost out of primers. Gotcha. I'm going to have to order primers soon. What are you guys using for primers? I use CCI. I'm using CCI in Winchester. I haven't decided on which one I like better. I, I mean, I don't really care. I just, uh, um, so my thoughts are I'm using CCI in, in practice, and then I'm using Winchester in matches because I think Winchester's seat better and are softer. So you use more expensive primers for practice. <laughs> actually, actually, I've found that the CCIs, I think, are the cheaper ones. Of course, I always like buy when stuff's on sale. So, and if I've not seen like much of a price difference in between the two, maybe so a dollar. For for matches, I'm still shooting SMB primers, which you used to be able to buy them at Cabela's for like sixteen ninety nine a thousand. Yes, and that was awesome. And I, yeah. I, I I I love them, but they're pretty much not available anymore. Yeah. So so I've been loading uh, Fiokis for practice lately, which they they're pretty good. Uh, I don't like the hundred and fifty count packages. I would prefer they were 100 count. Right. Huh. Um, what was I going to say? I don't even know what I was going to say. But yeah, the only reason why I'm, this is going to be funny, but the reason why I'm using um, uh, CCI in practice is because I have, uh, I do not have the Dylan primer filler. I have a cheap handheld knockoff, one of them thingies, uh-huh. and it works pretty well with the cci and it does not work well at all with winchester so i have i have like eight to ten primer tubes and so i just sit there and fill those up and you know and um so i don't with the winchesters it's so much of a pain that um i yeah i don't yeah so i've got to either that's and the ccis work well with that thing so anyway Uh, that's why i'm using cci but I've never had. Want to be putting what? Quit being a cheapskate and just buy a primer tube filler. Well, two things about that. The thing's four hundred dollars almost. That's no. That's, it's like that's thing. It's like it's like three fifty at the pro shop. Okay, so I wasn't very far off. 
<laughs> it, it not being close to it, I was thinking 375, so I just said close to 400. But 350 is still expensive as crap for that thing. And it it seems like when you fill it, it works well, but you have to take the things out of the Dillon tube that it comes that, that you have to use to put them in a single tube. No. So you, no. You dump, you dump them straight from the tube they're in into your press. So you don't ever you don't ever stage like ten tubes full. Why would I? It fills a hundred tube faster than I can load a hundred. Yeah, but then if you just had ten uh, ten tubes ready, you don't have to then do anything else but literally pick the tube up and dump it in the press. Right, I mean, uh, I see what you're saying, but so so whenever whenever the press shuts off because it's out of primer, so I grab the tube, put them in there, and then hit run on the press. And while the press is loading the next hundred rounds. I put the tube back on there and hit run. Yeah. And it so, fills the back tube. I don't have the sensors on my Mark 7 that you do. So I have two of them sitting there that I need to just fill. I need to put on, but I don't have them on yet. So I sit there and watch my press. So. I do not. Yeah. Anyways. But who cares about primers? All I know is my guns are not set up to where they're primer sensitive. So. I don't, care about, I don't care about primers any, for any other reason other than... Now, when I said earlier the Winchester seems softer than CCIs, that's just a little bit of extra insurance just in case somehow I have a, ba a primer that's a little high. But I also think the Winchesters seat a little deeper. I think, they're just, I think they go in and seat inside the, the case a little bit better than uh, CCIs. So, so, well, my gun, I've shot probably five or 6,000 CCIs, and my guns have not failed to go bang once so um, I don't set my guns up to where they're primer sensitive to where I only have to use federal primers um, but at the same time I do want a little if, if, if you can say hey this primer is a little softer so just for a little bit of extra insurance why not use that one that's so that's where I'm at on the Winchesters for matches that makes any sense and I'm when I say matches I mean big matches and actually um, yeah I mean big matches so oh. Yeah, I think everybody's just going to be a little different because I got a really bad batch of Winchesters one time. Like, a whole bunch of them were bad. Was that like three and or four years ago? Two or three years ago? It was probably, it was probably two years ago. Yeah, because I had heard at some point, about two years ago, people were getting... I had heard of several different people tell me that they got a bad batch of Winchesters about two years ago. Yeah, it was like a ton of them that were just duds. And wow. so since since then I haven't bought Winchesters, so that would make me do that. That would make me think the same way. So Jason. Yeah. This coming nationals will be your first nationals you've ever shot, right? It will be. So what are you doing to prepare for this match compared to how you would prepare for a state match or an area match? Well, to be honest with you, I'm thinking about it more um, just because it's, you know, it was further. I, I knew about it further off, um, but I'm not really I don't know that I have a, a difference. Um, I'm just trying to train, trying to go out there and practice and practice on like transitions. Uh, I'm trying to practice. I've tried to add in um, weekend and strong hand every every practice session because I feel like there's going to be some weekend and strong hand. And then uh, yesterday I actually finally went out and shot prone for a while. I shot quite a bit of prone shooting uh, just because I know it's going to be there at some point. 
So, I mean, I, I feel like I'm still inexperienced on shooting like big matches. So, I, 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 for the most part, I feel like I'm treating it the same. I don't know if that's bad or good or what, but um, so I'm just going out and practicing things that I feel like I need to. Um, not I'm not trying to make necessarily this close to the match, you know, any gains to where I, I'll, oh man, I'm really fast now, or I'm getting faster. I'm just trying to keep polishing the rough edges, or or just get just work on staying sharp on these things. You know what I mean? On certain things. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like this is as far as like the match. I don't know what I'm how. Right now, I'm trying to tell myself, all right, just go in there and, you know, just focus on your dot and just uh, focus on the process of uh, shooting and not worry about the outcome of the stage or the results of the match. And, uh, um, you know, I'm just like, I'm thinking, well, you know, just go in there and try to get as many points as you can. And then when you're when you're not shooting, run do everything else as fast as you can. Um, I don't know if that's the right strategy, but for me, I feel like that's probably a, the best for me. And I just feel like I'll learn a lot from this match. From this nationals, probably yeah. So, my best experiences for sh- in shooting is when I am not trying to have an outcome so much as I'm just trying to be uh, solid. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Every time I've ever the best I've ever shot at anything and everything at any time um, is when I just go out and try to. Um, I don't want to say that it's like when you dial it back to 90 and you're disciplined. The discipline's the right way to say it. Yeah. When I'm disciplined is when I shoot my, when I've had the best shoot, uh, shooting I've ever, it's just my best outcomes. So just trying to keep telling myself that. And uh, I shot a match today. It, the match didn't go as well as I wanted. Um, there was, for the most part, it was a couple, I think it was five or six, I think it was six stages and um, five, including a classifier. And on my last two stages, which was, uh, one of them was the classifier, and then the other one, I I didn't do well in the classifier, and and I was like, after I didn't do well, I was kind of like, well, fuck it, I'm already a GM, so I just I popped off four extra rounds. <laughs> I popped off four extra rounds, so I got four four extra shots and four extra hits, so that zeroed the stage for me. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah, that was stupid, because you know now you need to be focusing on just getting points, because this is a match, not a classifier. You know what I mean? It's just another stage. That's what I should have been doing. And then the one before that, the stage right before that, which was my second to last stage, I go, hey, I'm really going to try on this one to not have to reload. So I'm going to, in, in my mags, I can get 23 in there, but they're not reloadable. So I always do 22. And I said, well, go ahead and put 23 in there. And then Bar- Barney one off, the fr- the, fr- off another mag and put 23 in that. And it's that, it's that when, you, when you do that, you have to push it in really hard to get it to seat. And I go, this is either going to work or it's going to cause a malfunction on your after your first shot. And it caused a malfunction after my first shot. <laughs> so, so, and then I was like, yeah, anyways, uh, stupid. And so that stage didn't go that well either. <laughs> so tomorrow I want to go out. If I go shoot that match, I want to go out and just be like, okay, this is a, this is a match. Um, focus on your front side. Try to get the points. And um, and really, really, you know, do your stage prep and all that stuff and your mental rehearsals, which is I, what I, was, I was not able to do that today because I was either holding the timer or instructing new shooters or something like that. And it was just my it just. Yeah, 
So I think you should probably not worry about your front side. <laughs> I, I will not be worried about my front side. I promise you that. No, don't don't focus on it. That's not the right idea with a dot. I promise I will not focus on that front side at all. Not one time will I focus on that but, front side. But at nationals, if we're really close, feel free to focus on your front side. Yeah, go ahead. See, so it's funny because as far as me and you go, I don't care. This may not. This I know people say this, man. Right now, in, in my mind, I'm not care. I don't care about you. I don't care about anybody else that match. I just care about doing what I'm supposed to do every stage. I want to finish as high as possible. So yes, I care about beating you as soon as I care about beating everyone that I can. <laughs> See, I want to finish as high as possible. But I, again, that's kind of why I asked that question that nobody answered on our Facebook page. I don't care if I go out there and I go Jeff, and I'm done. Playing with your mustache. Yeah, Jeff. I've noticed you do that a lot. <laughs> What I'm trying to focus on, okay, let me, let me take that back. What I'm actually trying to do is go out and work on the process that I need to do to be successful at a stage because they're all separate. They're all just individual stages. And for me, if I, if I leave that match and I go, okay, dude, you shot as good as you could shoot at that, for that match because at your skill level, I'm going to be happy. And if that's first place or 30th place, I'm going to be happy. That's just where I'm at. I don't want to say that I'm just shooting against myself because a lot of people use that as an excuse because they suck and they don't want to practice and blah, blah, blah. But that's essentially right now I'm trying to go out there and just shoot as good as I can shoot. Yeah. It really is that simple. Makes sense. If I go out there, if I go out there and shoot as good as I can shoot, I'll be happy. That's not I to mean, say in I two mean, years. That's not to real quick. That's not to say in two years. That I don't change from that to like, no, I want to win. I want to, I want to beat Max Michelle. I want to beat everybody. That, that may happen, but right now, I want to go out there and just perform as good as I can. I don't. And if Jared, you beat me, great. And that means you shot good, and, and I'm happy for you. And that's awesome. So, I definitely think you'll uh, you'll do well. You're a very good shooter. Well, thank you. Do you ever shoot a match and feel like you shot as well as you could? Uh, no, there's always something that could be better. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, I've shot a couple good matches. Jeff, that last match we shot together, I shot really well. Um, does that mean I wished I wouldn't have had, uh, you know, I wish I would have had a fewer Charlies or something? Because I don't think I had a Delta in that match. and I, I know I didn't have any penalties. Uh, but I had, a, you know, probably 12 to 20 Charlies in that match. I don't remember how many Charlies I had. Um, so I wish I would have had less Charlies. I take that back. I think I did have a Delta in the, in, in, the, on one of those. And I was like, yeah, cause you were, and I had a Delta doing the same thing today. I was trying to get out of position really hot and I drugged the damn gun off and, you know, so, but, I, but then I go overall, that was as good as I could have shot that day. You know what I'm saying? And, and then yeah. a couple weeks ago on the match I made grandmaster, I shot that match. I had a, I had a no shoot. There was a no shoot that they put the edge of the no shoot on the A zone, and it was my going to be the last target I shot in this last position of the stage. And I told myself, I said, when you come over here, because I'm going to be moving left to right to this next this last position, really hot. And I said, you got to be careful because your your momentum is going to be co co uh, keep going, and I'm going to go ahead and shoot this target as I'm essentially falling out of the stage. Don't let that don't let you don't drag your gun over into that no shoot. And I did it. 
I just, I mean, just barely edged the perfect the no shoot. I got the A, but I also got the no shoot. But I only had nine Charlies for that entire match. So on a whole, I was like, okay, I was very pleased that I only had nine Charlies for that match. I was pissed that I had that no shoot, but I, I, I it was a thing of like, see, you, you got to, you got to really, ingra- it was a learning thing. I was like, even though you're aware of it, you got to maybe ingrain that a little bit more and be a little bit more disciplined. So I learned something. So again, I've never had a match where I've shot perfectly. However, I've shot matches where I still walked away going, that was as good as you could have really shot for the most part. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And if I have a match like that at Nationals, I know the outcome is going to be good. Um, and I'm going to be happy. So. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm feeling about this match. Uh, like I'm, I'm not shooting as good as I want to, but honestly, it might just be as good as I can shoot right now. You know? Have you, seen, any, have you seen any scores yet? No, they won't post anything. So, so you don't actually know if you're shooting good, bad, somewhere in between? I don't have any penalties, and that's that's about it. Like I have some unscored errors, you know, missing positions or makeup shots on steel, stuff like that. But do you have anyone good on your squad that you can compare with, like at a similar level? No. But you should know if your shooting is good or not. I mean, mean, I don't know. Like I, I crush some stages. Others, I have. Two, three makeups on steel, forcing the me way to I look to reload stuff, stuff like that. It's just so I'm not everybody really sure. over the course. Go ahead. I'm just not really sure that I'm better than that. Like maybe that's just that's just where I'm at right now. Like I'm shooting the best I can shoot at this match. It's kind of hard to tell. Okay, so. For me, again, that's what you want to do, though. That's the goal. That's what you should want to accomplish at a match is shoot as good as you could shoot at that time. Now, if the results at the end of the match, as far as the outcome, aren't what you want, then that means you need to go get better so you can then shoot better at your top skill level, right? So basically bring your skill level up to where you do that at the next match and your outcome is better because you are better. Yeah. But but when you try to go shoot at a level higher than you are, it ends up happening. You end up shooting a level or two below where you really are. So it's like it's a compounding effect. So if you're a, for easy math for easy math, if you're a B class shooter and you try to shoot at the A class level, you're probably going to end up shooting at the C class level. Yeah, hmm. I agree with that. Today I went out and really shot at a master class level. I did not shoot at a grandmaster class level. Grandmaster oh. level. Oh, just freaking, just those lowly masters. Just, I'm just a lowly master as well. They just, they just can't even hang. They can't. Oh, God. But, so I was not pleased with my performance today. But again, it, I had to, had to go, okay, dude, you're not doing what you would normally do at a match. You're not going up to the stage, really getting a good walkthrough, really getting that time after your walkthrough from the time you shoot to 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 you know dra- uh, drill that stage plan in i wasn't I, I wanted to as i got there i wanted to be able to walk up to a stage at this time today and i wanted to go okay let's look at this stage 
the stage has got all close open targets with minimal movement in between each spot. This should be a high hit factor stage. I'm not going to sit there and really, really, really try to drain uh, our uh, ingrain our um, laser focus in and make sure I get you know two A's that are an inch apart. I'm going to accept a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to really go for A's, but I'm still going to accept you know a close C, right? And then if I walked up to a stage that was far targets and a lot of movement, I go, okay, you know, I'm going to try to really get the points. And because there was a couple stages where I, one stage where I was like, okay, this stage is, is going to be a lot of movement. Um, so I'm okay with, um, I, I really want to, you know, get A's. And um, anyways, I, I didn't, I didn't do that as much as I wanted to do. And I'm still trying to even learn how to do that and figure all that out myself. But uh, I didn't, I didn't get to prepare as much as I would have liked to today. Um, and it's my fault because you got to get better at uh, shooting when those circumstances do happen because they will happen in a match. Uh, normally, they won't be the entire match. It'll be a stage. But anyways, so that's what I meant. A shot at the master at a master level. So. Gotcha. Mm. So, so tomorrow, Jeff, so you said you what do you what are your plans tomorrow to do what you did today? Or are you going to try to push? Because um, you don't know this. Normally, you you would you know most matches you would know you would know the um, the scores from today, so you yeah. would kind of know where you stand. But you don't know that, so it's almost like you have to kind of just go in there and try to be solid again. Yeah, so that's probably what I'm going to do. Except for this one stage, it has two disappearing targets, and uh, I actually met Tim out there yesterday and talked to him about it. So I know what Tim did, and I know he didn't do very good on that stage. So um, that one, but I don't know exactly how he did. He told me he, he, he put one in hardcover. But as far as the disappearing targets, I kind of wanted to see his score, you know, see how long it took him to go get those. Anyway, but they won't post any results, so I don't know that. But I did some math, and I don't think I'm going to go get them. And I think that I'm going to get a lot of points match-wise if I don't go get them. I think I'm going to win the stage. But we're only shooting three stages tomorrow, so. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so, but the other two, yeah, I'll just do like I did today, just shoot them. I don't think I'm going to push or anything. I'm shooting, like, really amazing points. Like, all all my mistakes are from makeups on steel. That's pretty much everything. I'm shooting, like, three, four Charlies. I think I have three or four Deltas for the match so far. But, yeah, I haven't shot more than, like, four Charlies at a stage. So I'm shooting really good points for Yeah, me. you're shooting major. That's good. Because even yeah. if for minor, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like four Charlies a stage is the absolute most you really could do. You need to be doing I'm not saying I do that all the time, but that's my goal is to have like three three Charlies, of, uh, uh, no more than three. And I'm talking about on a long field course, you know what I mean? On, yeah, or on, 30, right. on a 32 round. But you guys, are, you're shooting major, so you can, yeah, it's not near as big of a deal. Yeah, that's what I was saying for – for what I'm shooting, I'm shooting really good points. Well, good. So, yeah. 
I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably just end up shooting shooting my game tomorrow, except for that one stage. I'm going to game it a little bit. We'll see. Jeff, I mean, Jared, what do you do at matches? Do you, 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 uh, Jared keeps track of the scores. So what do you do? Jared, you push if you need to push to gain some ground, and then you lay back if you need to preserve a lead. I don't, I wouldn't say push, but if I'm pretty confident that I'm, uh, winning, I will definitely shoot safe. Yeah. To Make, make sure that I don't give up a bunch of points. Right. I'd much rather sh- I'd much rather shoot 90% on a 160-point stage than throw a mic on it and shoot 80% on it. Uh, but I, pushing, pushing does not work. I mean, I guess once in a while I'll take an unnecessary risk if I know it won't uh, affect the scores just because I want to. Kind of like Oh, uh, that uh, drop turn stage at uh, Oklahoma sectional. I shot everything and then the drop turn on it just because I didn't figure it would affect the score much and I thought it was doable. If I was trying to play it safe, I wouldn't have done that. I don't even remember what stage that was. Yeah, but, I don't think I did either. Jeez, guys, you don't remember anything. Maybe uh, that probably was the stage I worked. I don't know. No, you weren't. It was on the backside. Um, I don't. I kind of have an idea on scores if somebody has, that was really good shot at the day, you know, the first day or something of where I need to be. But I don't. Uh, I don't worry about scores too much overall during the day. I mean, you can't affect how your competition shot the match. You just have to shoot your match. Yeah. I mean, that's really what I'm going to do at Nationals. I'm, I'm going to just go each day. Um, uh, right now, I really don't even have any plan to look at the scores. I don't care if, if I know about it, but at the same time, I'm not I'm not worried about going and getting the information um, because I'm just going to be like, well, I'm going to go out here and um, do you – okay, I was going to say I'm going to go out here and, and kind of – Try to do ninety percent. Do y'all got? Do you guys believe that you need to dial it back to ninety percent, or do you just go? No, no, no. I don't. I don't want to pick a number because it's kind of hard to always define where that ninety percent is. So do you just go out there and say I'm going to be just disciplined, but as fast as I can, or do you try to actually go, or do you think of it more like, well, no, I am going to pull it back to ninety to ninety-five percent. Uh, I don't really like thinking of it as a percentage thing. It's more of a. I feel like you you have to shoot in a controllable range. We all know people who shoot at 110% all the time. They're uncontrolled, and they end up giving up more than they ever gain shooting that way. Yeah. So percentage-wise, I I don't know. People want to hear a number, so they have a number, but it's it's just shooting controlled. It's it's knowing where everything's going and what's happening, minimizing mistakes. Jeff, you agree? Yeah, for me, it's just like, I don't know. It's like I'm going to, I say I'm going to shoot, I'm just going to shoot more disciplined. That's basically what it is. I'll be like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to shoot this match disciplined, you know. I'm going to make sure my sights are aligned, make good shots. But then if I decide to push, which is just a bad idea, honestly, for me, I don't know. Some people can, might be able to get away with it, but for me, it's like pushing is just like, 
basically saying I'm not going to be as disciplined. So it's not going to go well. I feel like what happens for me and a lot of people, and it doesn't happen as much for me or all the time for me, but it does happen. When you say you're going to push, what you've essentially done is you've opened, completely opened the, the, the floodgates on the adrenaline dump, right? And, and when that happens, if anything goes bad during that, it derails the whole the rest of the stage and you're you're having a hard time getting back. That's when you see the guys have a hard time getting back on the train back on the tracks, right? Mm-hmm. So when they miss still they oh they're like, okay, they throw they throw another shot. They don't aim, but they throw another shot at that same piece of steel, miss it again, and then they just start going accuracy by volume, right? <laughs> yeah. I've done it. I mean we've done I've done it. You guys have probably done it. And that's what happens when I think people at at my level, or when I say my level, I mean like guys that don't have the experience. Um, so when a guy like Max, Michelle, or JJ, or Ben, when those guys push, they don't probably still go. I don't want to use. Uh, well, I, I'm trying to be a little bit more PC to the in these in whatever. The movie <laughs> Tropic Thunder, full retard. They don't go full retard, right? They because um, that's not that's not nice to say in polite, and I'm joking, so I, I don't you know whatever, but um. I feel like those guys at the top, I feel like those guys, when they, when they push, they still don't go like, they don't completely open the floodgates or open up that valve and let it, all of it, all that adrenaline and energy or whatever rushing, they just open it up a little bit more. They open the throttle up a little bit more, right? They throttle down yeah. a little bit more and that's pushing. It's still, it's, it's, still co- more, it's still in control, but it's just a little closer to the edge of being out of control. Whereas most guys go out of control and hope they can just – they're just gonna close their eyes and swing for the ball and hope they hook up, right? Yeah, that's which what is hard thinking. to do. Which is hard to do it for thirty-two shots. Yeah, and a bunch but of movement, two reloads. That their their throttle up a little bit is much smaller increment than the average person's throttle up. They're, yeah, they don't have that sensitivity. Like, they'd be like, yeah, so like a. Someone like me tries to throttle up and way over throttles and it goes terrible. But once you've got, I think, you know, you get as good as them, you've got it more dialed in, you can, you can throttle up more just finesse. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm not very, I'm not good at the throttling up for sure. Well, cool. Did uh, anybody else want to talk about anything else, or are we ready to go to bed? <laughs> We're all old as hell, and it's 9.30, so it's like bedtime. 9.30? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 9.30 on a Saturday. I'm well, it's not that I'm – now that we're talking, I mean, I'm not near as tired as I was just sitting there, but uh, sitting there watching TV, but it's like I don't know what else to talk about, and this was a very – we've been – yeah – Nobody cares, but we're very unprepared this episode. What? No, no one will be able to tell. We we sound so prepared. Yeah. It's, uh, am, am I an hour earlier than y'all? Yes. Well, it's nine thirty here, so if it's not, if it's eight thirty, then I would say yes. Oh, I really didn't know that. Uh, gotcha. Also, I'm getting up early in the morning to go to the shooting range and practice some more. So I am as well. I want to get, I want to get there pretty good times. Yeah. I gotta leave my house at six to go to the match. So if go I to the match. You oh, shoot Stolza? Yeah. I, I want my shit. 
I should have came to Tulsa. I should have went to Tulsa. Come on down, brother, tonight. It's 9.30. It's only 8.30. I'm not leaving my house. 5.30 somewhere, bro. I've also had, like, nine beers, I think, driving anywhere. Man, as big a as, big as dude as you are, shit. Nine beers? That's like a beer and a half for anyone else. <laughs> you ever seen that, that documentary on Andre the Giant? No. So there's this documentary on Andre the Giant, and they would talk about like they would basically have to tap a keg for him, and that was like, it was like I mean he because he could he was such a big dude he could drink so much. <laughs> How far is Tulsa from your house, Jeff? Jared? Uh, I think it's like four and a half hours. Oh, I don't know. Okay, that's yeah. I thought it was closer for some reason. I thought there was just a straight line from KC to Tulsa. It kind of is. Yeah, but still, yeah, I thought I don't know why I was thinking it was two to two and a half hours or something. Three hours and fifty nine minutes. So yeah, four hours. So that still sucks because you're not going to want to do that. In the, I mean, obviously, you're not going to want to do that in the morning. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go to the December match. Oh yeah. Yeah, for some reason we like to try to go every year. Cool. Okay. Why? What's in? What's different about the December match? I think it it falls after our uh, club Christmas party. So at some point in time during the night, a couple beers in, it seems like a good idea. So we all get up at like 4 a.m. and drive down there. <laughs> that does not seem like a good idea. <laughs> Sounds awesome. I would do that. Are we going to talk about anything else? No, we can cut it off. I know we're just shit now. Hey, when you stop the recording, you gotta hit up in the left corner. You gotta hit stop recording. Man, you better mind your business. Right. <laughs> Hurry up and stop so we can talk about Jess Mol- uh, Molestash. Damn. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, everybody. I hope you didn't waste your time listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>